Hi, I'm Faith and welcome to the Proverbs 31 podcast. This is a 31-day journey through the book of Proverbs. Be prepared to grow in wisdom as we go through this journey together. I'm excited to have you on this podcast with me. So let's stay consistently committed to this. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is Faith. Welcome to chapter 27 of the book of Proverbs, episode 27 of the Proverbs 31 podcast. We've been reading from the Good News Translation and we're going to continue reading from the Good News Translation in chapter 27. Let's dive right into the podcast. Verse 1. Never boast about tomorrow. You don't know what will happen between now and then. James chapter 4 verse 13 says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make profits, whereas you don't know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. This has direct correlation with verse 1 of chapter 27 of Proverbs. It says, never boast about tomorrow. You don't know what will happen between now and then. So, take a cue from James chapter 4, verse 13 to 17. It says, all such boasting is evil. Don't boast. Verse 2, let other people praise you, even strangers. Never do it yourself. Hmm. Very important also. Verse 3, the weight of a stone and sand is nothing compared to the trouble that stupidity can cause. (laughs) I felt that one in my head. (laughs) The weight of a stone and sand is nothing compared to the trouble that stupidity can cause. Anger is cruel and destructive, but it is nothing compared to jealousy. Jealousy is much more destructive than anger. Wow. Better to correct someone openly than to let him think you don't care for him at all. I'm a stickler for when you have something against me or when you think I've not done something right. Just tell me straight up. I don't really buy the idea of telling someone something about me when you can just tell me directly. I mean, just say it. It's better I change. If I refuse to receive your correction, then... God will give you the wisdom on how to handle it next time. But personally, and I'm usually very vocal about it, I'd rather you told me the truth in person than to actually maybe discuss it in another forum that I'm not there and then tomorrow expect that I'm supposed to know that I have done bad to you. I mean, that's somehow. Think about it, Seth. It doesn't even sound well. Does it sound well? No, it does not. But then he says it's better to correct someone openly than to let him think that you don't care for him at all. Because if you don't tell the person what is wrong that the person is doing, it's because you actually don't care for the person. And that's one of the things that we see when it was telling us in the previous chapters that um, you need to be careful to train up your children and not to spare the rod upon your children. If not, it will be seen that you don't care for your children or you have no love for your children. Okay. so. Verse 6, friends mean well, even when they hurt you. But when an enemy puts his arm around you, watch out. When you are full, you refuse honey. 
But when you are hungry, even bitter food tastes sweet. Anyone away from home is like a bird away from its nest. Perfume and fragrant oils make you feel happier, but trouble shatters your peace of mind. Do not forget your friends or your father's friends. If you are in trouble, don't ask a relative for help. A nearby neighbor can help you more than relatives who are far away. But unfortunately, these days, the people that help us are the people that are very far away. You know, there was a time where we used to live very communal living that, you know, your salt finishes, you just go to your neighbor's house. Now your salt finishes and then you're calling your friend who lives in Magodo and you stay in Festac. You say, guy, please, do you have salt? I don't have a but I can send you 2K. Okay, send me 2K. <laughs> and then they send you 2K to buy salt. Meanwhile, you could have just knocked on your neighbor's gate to say, before, when you used to have petty thieves on the road, They'd be like, thief, thief, thief. And then everybody will come out. Who is that? We stick. Come here. We are going to rescue you. But now when, every, when somebody just shouts, thief, oh, ole. Ole in Nigeria is thief. Or in Yoruba is thief. Someone who is stealing. That is an ole. And once you just shout, ole, oh, thief, oh. Everybody just goes into their house and locks their door. I was going to church one day, very early in the morning, as early as 5 a.m. because. We have a service by 6. So getting to church at 5 to set up stuff, get things done for service before it's time for service. So I was just my usual way, taking a walk from my house. The distance from my house to church is not too far. So I was taking a walk from my house to church. I didn't anticipate any evil that day, actually. So I had just bought these new wireless earphones. And I put them in my ear and I put music on and I was listening to the music. And just as I put my phone in my bag, I saw a bike man. The guy drove forward in front of me, like as if he scanned the area. Then he pulled out something from his bike, then turned the bike back and then came to meet me and said, give me your phone. Now, there were some people at my right hand side praying. and. In my mind, I was like, God, I'm not ready to give this guy this phone this early morning. That's one. Two, he carried a knife and I was not ready to have any injury. So I was trying to think. In this, this was like two seconds thinking, what was I going to do? Instantly, I just decided I was going to shout. I just shouted, hey, hey. And the guy just put the knife back where he took it from, entered his bike and zoomed off. And it was very weird because... The people that were praying, they did not stop praying. Nobody answered. Nothing happened. The guy was just afraid and then he went. So I was thinking about it that, Omo, now wow, in those days, you shout and ask for help and then people would come out in their troops to help. But hardly would that happen again these days. And I don't know, I think it's because of the rate of insecurity or problems that we are having in the world today. Or everybody's just more secure in their space and all of that. Anyway, so that's my little story. You know, it has become a tradition now that as I read one scripture, I will tell one story. So, verse 11. Be wise, my child, and I will be happy. I will have an answer for anyone who criticizes me. Sensible people will see trouble coming and avoid it. But an unthinking person will walk right into it and regret it later. Any people stupid enough to promise 
to be responsible for a stranger's debts deserve to have their own property held to guarantee payment. See this thing about being a shorty is a serious issue because ah, any person stupid enough to promise to be responsible for a stranger's debts deserve to have their own property held to guarantee payment. So if you have a car and you say you want to be responsible for somebody who is owing a debt, then they will carry your car and go and use it for collateral. Verse 14, you might as well curse your friends as wake them up early in the morning with a loud greeting. <laughs> I heard David Poston say this. He said, some people are just annoyingly cheerful in the morning. <laughs> Meanwhile, there are some people that wake up very angry in the morning. I'm actually neutral when I wake up in the morning. But your first interaction with me will determine whether I'm going to respond cheerfully or not. <laughs> It's funny, I don't know, I've never really noticed it, but maybe I'll take notes from the next time I wake up in the morning and have somebody interact. After I wake up and then I've done a few things, read a few passages, read a few pages of the book, after I've done all of that and I'm ready to go start my day, mm-hmm, maybe everything's okay, but I'm just waking up. Why is somebody just waking up and then you are just coming to dance around the person? <laughs> I don't know, is that weird? Drop it in the comment section if, if that's... <laughs> If that's you, or if you are the opposite. Okay, so, verse 15. A nagging wife is like water going drip, drip, drip on a rainy day. Remember the last time we read that said a nagging wife is like a leaky roof. How can you keep her quiet? Have you ever tried to stop the wind, or have you ever tried to hold a handful of oil? People learn from one another, just as iron sharpens iron. Yeah, I like this scripture. In King James Version, it says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. And also here it says, People learn from one another, just as iron sharpens iron. So you need to be careful of the people that you bring into your space that are close to you. Um, those are the people you're going to learn from. Those are the people you're going to intertwine with. And you don't want your mind to be intertwined with that of a person who is unwise verse 18 take care of a fig tree and you will have figs to eat servants who take care of their master will be honored it is your own face that you see reflected in the water and it is your own self that you see in your heart human desires are like the world of the dead there is always room for more the human desire is insatiable. I remember learning this in economics. The wants of man are insatiable. Fire tests gold and silver. A person's reputation can also be tested. I've had a lot of times where my reputation was tested. And I'm going to be very, very honest with you. There are some tests I, act- I actually failed. And it made me just sit back and realize that, look, this thing that you might think you are doing with your own sense, you need the help of God. And so it just helped me to reflect every time, to reflect on who I am in Christ. And regardless of how many times I fall, I can always stand up and be confident in the fact that regardless of my failures, God is there to always help me and pick me up. Moving on. Verse 22. Even if you beat fools half to death, 
you still cannot beat their foolishness out of them. Look after your sheep and cattle as carefully as you can. Because wealth is not permanent. Not even nations last forever. If you look now, some of the nations that were existent in the time of Jesus Christ, Seth, that's just 2,000 years ago, not to talk of the times of Moses and everything. The city of Mesopotamia, I hear it's called something else now. And somehow I cannot remember what it's called again. But I think it's somewhere in Turkey or so. Anyway, you can check it out for yourself. And you don't have to quote me. I don't have to say so myself. So you can always check it because we have Google now. We have many things. So you can always check it out. Verse 25. You cut the hay and then cut the grass on the hillsides while the next crop of hay is growing. You can make clothes from wool of your sheep and buy land with the money you get from selling some of your goats. The rest of your goats will provide milk for you and your family and for your servants, women as well. The highlight for me here is verse 1 where it says, Never boast about tomorrow. And it instantly reminded me of the scripture in James chapter 4 verse 13 where it says, Don't say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and then buy and sell and make profit and all of that when you don't know what will happen tomorrow. Because your life is like a vapor and it appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance and all such boasting is evil. Then, the most common scripture for a Christian, therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Hopefully, one time when we are talking about some other scriptures in the New Testament, we are going to elaborate and expatiate on such, such scriptures. Okay. So that was it for me. And then secondly, let other people praise you, even strangers. Never do it yourself. So resist the urge to boast, (laughs) actually. Resist the urge to blow your trumpet. Resist the urge to write your CV by yourself. But you get the point when it says, don't praise yourself. Let me read it in another translation. Let's see if we can get a little more insight. This is why I like the message translation. Message translation is, It just goes straight up. It says, don't call attention to yourself. Let others do that for you. The NIV says, let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. So pretty self-explanatory there. I like verse four. It says, anger is cruel and destructive, but it is nothing compared to jealousy. Hey, see what message says. It says, we are blasted by anger and swamped by rage. But who can survive jealousy? If there's anybody you've seen that can survive jealousy, point that person to me. I would like to see the person. I want to ask for tips so that in case I find myself in a situation that has jealousy written all over it, I can take dressing. Sometimes I actually wish that I can read all the different translations. But thank God for you version that has given us the option of being able to compare several translations all at once. Verse 9, it says, Perfume and fragrant oils make you feel happier, but trouble shatters your peace of mind. I came up with something recently. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast, but I got to the realization that the devil is after your heart. And if there's something that is done 
to disturb your peace of mind, to disturb the state of your heart, then you need to get rid of it as quickly as possible. So if it's your phone, there are sometimes I can just go off the phone for like a week or so plus. And I'm not really bothered at the fact that my phone is not available. I mean, we've all been living life before phones. Why is it that a phone will make you not to be able to live again? Just drop it somewhere. I can keep my phone in my room. I'm just be going to work on a daily basis for like weeks. Then when I'm satisfied, I can pick it back up. And I'm not even going to apologize. Oh, sorry, I was not online. I'm not, I, don't, I don't do all of that. Except maybe I was actually online. Then I was seeing calls or text messages and I couldn't respond. Maybe because I was ill or something. Then I can now say, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't pick up and all of that. But anything aside that, ah, there's no time for that, man. You can always train yourself to not depend on your phone forever. Anywho, this last part, the last part of um, look after your ship. I did not understand it though. Let me go and look for it in another translation. Look at it in King James. Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks and look well to thy herds for riches are not forever and doth the crown endure to every generation. The hay appeareth and the tender grass showeth itself and herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for thy clothing and the goats are the prize of the field. And thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food, for the food of thy household, and for the maintenance of thy maidens. So basically saying here that upon your business, look diligently on it, because the riches that you have is not forever. So be diligent enough to know when to keep working and not to make a mistake to think that you forever have these riches and glory and power forever and ever amen okay so i think i get it a bit clearer now in these 27 chapters ah interesting chapter 27 has 27 verses these 27 verses have been interesting and this 27th chapter of the book of proverbs wow we are like four chapters away from the end of proverbs wow I can't believe we started this and look at us here now in chapter 27, four chapters away from this book of Proverbs. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening. I hope you've enjoyed reading and studying this book. Till I come away in the next episode, I can't wait to get to the end of this journey and to finally say we are done with this Thank you so much to everyone who has listened consistently. I see you on all the podcast platforms. I actually see you. I wish there was a way to call names and to know the exact names of people that are listening. But unfortunately, there is none except if you drop a comment. Thank you so much for listening. Until I come your way in the next episode, keep learning, keep growing in wisdom and keep increasing in knowledge. My name is Faith. God bless you.